Hello and welcome to another episode on Wellness Chronicles by Dr. Shilpa. And today I'm going to talk about insomnia. Yes, insomnia. A warm welcome to all of you for this session and I hope everyone is doing fine. For people who don't know who I am, I'm Dr. Shilpa Rao a dentist by profession and an endometriosis advocate by passion. So what am I doing here today? I'm here today to discuss one of the most important side effects, if I may say so, of endometriosis. Endometriosis is exhausting. Fatigue is one of the most common symptoms that I experience from this illness. I truly believe it stems from my sleep being different from the sleep of other people. Those with chronic illnesses, I'm sure, can vouch for that. I'm practically envious of people who can just put their head on the pillow and fall asleep and wake up rejuvenated. I've forgotten what even that feels like. So today, I will be speaking about insomnia. So what exactly is insomnia? Insomnia is a sleep disorder in which one has trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, or both sometimes. So it is more of a sleeplessness. A person cannot sleep. How do you know whether you have insomnia or not? The symptoms of insomnia are not as clear cut as just being, you know, up, up through the night or not able to fall asleep or stay asleep. Although these two are one of the, are two of the biggest indicators, other indicators are also present to rule out whether you have insomnia or not. So people with insomnia may take 30 minutes or longer to fall asleep, get fewer than six hours of sleep on three or more nights per week. They wake up too early. They don't feel rested or refreshed even after sleeping. They feel sleepy or tired throughout the day or more than anything else, they worry about sleep continually. That's, that's terrible because I know how it was for me. All that I could think about is oh, whether I'll be able to sleep tonight or not. You know, it is, it is terrible when you are just waiting to fall asleep. There are numerous reasons that are there for insomnia. But when it comes to endometriosis, when it comes to women with endometriosis or somebody who is going through menopause or perimenopause, I I'm going to tell you the top 10 reasons why these women, have endo these women have insomnia. The first and foremost reason why most of these women have, have insomnia is hot flashes. I'm sure most of the women who are going through this phase, a lot of women who are going through this phase will agree with me. Hot flashes are terrible. One of the treatments which is offered, so-called treatments which is offered to maintain endometriosis is a pill that puts your body into menopause, which would mean experiencing menopausal symptoms. Just about every night, I wake up in a puddle of sweat. How irritating can it be? Hot flashes and night sweats are two of the most common side effects of menopause. As your hormone level fluctuates, you may feel as if you're having sudden surges and drop in temperature. You're actually experiencing a surge of adrenaline that is caused by the rapid decrease of hormones. This is the same chemical responsible for your reaction to stress 
or fight or flight scenario. Your body has a very hard time recovering from this sudden surge of energy, making it difficult for you to get back to sleep. Changing and decreasing levels of estrogen cause many menopausal symptoms like hot flashes, which are unexpected feelings of heat all over your body, accompanied by sweat. They usually begin around the face and spread to the chest, affecting about 75 to 85% of women around menopause, be it natural or induced. Prior to hot flash, a bo the body temperature raises, rises accompanied by awakening. You know, once your body temperature starts going up, you start feeling warm and you wake up. Hot flashes last for three minutes or so it leads to sleep, which is not, uh, you know, the quality of sleep is not good because you wake up and then you are not able to sleep again. Women who have had surgery to remove their ovaries or, or, or they're on pills go through menopause extremely abruptly. And a new study suggests this comes with an increased risk of the kind of sleep troubles women experience when they're going through menopause gradually. With surgical or chemical menopause, women reported more difficulty with falling asleep and staying asleep. And they wake up more often at night, leading to a bad quality sleep. What's the second reason? Anyone having endometriosis would agree with me when I say pain is one of the most, most, most common symptoms of endometriosis. These women report moderate to severe pelvic pain that increases before or during their period, as well as during and after sex. This pain is associated with endometrial inflammation. A painful night can affect your sleep. Pain is the most debilitating symptom on a daily basis for many women with endometriosis and associated sleep loss can add to this pain even further. The third and again one of the most important uh, reasons why insomnia happens with people with endometriosis is the digestive issues. Women with endometriosis have a lot of gastrointestinal symptoms like abdominal pain, nausea, constipation, vomiting, painful bowel syndrome, and diarrhea, to just name a few. There is also SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and fibroids, which lead to extreme bloating. Bloating per se physically is also uncomfortable, but more than anything else, you know, you start analyzing what you've had, what you've eaten, what you've done through the day, which has caused this bloating. Sometimes there are no clear triggers that could cause this discomfort, but one still can't stop thinking about what has caused it and what to eat the next day so that you don't end up having a bloat the next day also. There is a cycle when it comes to endometriosis. There is a cycle of pain, sleeplessness, and a lot of helplessness. And eventually this leads to anxiety. Women with endometriosis experience higher rates of depression and anxiety than women who suffer from any other gynecological disorder. Chronic pelvic pain and infertility exacerbate anxiety. Anxiety in turn activates our fight or flight response, ramping up the areas of our brain that help with sleep regulation. This often contributes to a feedback loop in which people are struggling with anxiety and insomnia suffer from chronic worry about not being able to fall asleep, 
leading to a domino effect that creates a pattern of sleep loss. That is crazy because one thing leads to another. And there has to be a way in which the cycle needs to be broken. The fifth reason, fifth very common reason that interferes with the sleep is the need to go to the restroom very often. I can go an entire day without drinking water and still have to get up and pee numerous times at night. Endometriosis is associated with a range of bladder and bowel symptoms, including frequent urination. This is also because cells similar to that that should be in the uterus end up having end up having elsewhere so like the bladder for example the body sometimes re responds very negatively to this particular exp experience of having an a similar tissue which lines the womb outside the womb and it creates something like an overactive bladder Frequent urination at night disrupts the sleep and some women may have trouble falling back asleep because of pain or generally because of insomnia. The sixth symptom is something which troubles me, it troubles me terribly. This doesn't happen to me every night, but it does happen to me very often. Yes, it's migraine. For me, I usually wake up with them after not sleeping well. But there are some nights when a migraine will bless me with its presence in the middle of the night and wake me up. This type of migraine completely wakes me up and shakes me up from this deep sleep. And then lying on the bed or even closing my eyes makes them worse. When I have nights like these, you can count on zero sleep and a grumpy person in the morning. We come to the seventh point now longer and heavier periods. Endometriosis, as we all know, cause longer periods, shorter and more frequent cycles, and heavier menstrual flow for many, many women. It can also worsen PMS symptoms from cramps to headaches to bowel-related issues, all of which can disrupt the sleep. Because of hormone fluctuation associated with these monthly cycles, sometimes they lead to sleep disturbances, including both hypersomnia, which is excessive sleep, and insomnia, which is no sleep. It makes sense that women with atypically long periods would experience severe sleep disruption. The eighth point, estrogen dominance. Endometriosis is an estrogen dominant disorder. It's a disease in which estrogen is in excess. So estrogen dominance is a co common imbalance for women with endometriosis and insomnia is a symptom of this. Balanced blood sugar is the way in which we can manage our hormones. Sleep deprivation negatively affects our blood sugar by causing heightened insulin resistance, resulting in higher blood sugar levels. This imbalance causes a cascade of imbalances in the body, including our hormones. The ninth the ninth reason is cortisol. Perhaps the chronic stress of living with endometriosis or, or getting into a menopause, which is a different stage of life, that causes cortisol deregulation, which in turn can cause insomnia, disturb sleep, and a host of other problems that might sound very, very familiar. Cortisol follows a pattern throughout the day that allows our body to wake up feeling alert and then unwind and fall asleep. 
if this pattern is disturbed we may find it it is very difficult for us to wake up or fall asleep or we may just feel tired the entire day long so all these chemicals play a major role in regulating our sleep the 10th and the last reason for uh for severe insomnia that happens in women is fatigue Although chronic fatigue is known to be one of the most debilitating symptoms of endometriosis, it is still not widely discussed. Around 50.7% of women diagnosed with endometriosis suffer from frequent fatigue, compared to 22.4% of women without this condition. So I remember telling my doctors that even when i sleep at night when i wake up i feel as if i've been working throughout the day or maybe i've been working so hard that my body is like so tired that i can't wake up even after so called sleeping at night that is fatigue fatigue with endometriosis was also associated with a more more than sevenfold increase in insomnia a fourfold increase in depression a twofold increase in pain and a nearly 1.54 increase in occupational stress these are all these are all scientific data these are all proven data so now we know certain things about insomnia we all know why insomnia happens in women with endometriosis and also in women going through perimenopause or menopause so all right we know that there is insomnia now what what are certain things which can help you deal with this insomnia so i personally i'll tell you a couple of things which have helped me i've tried most of the points that i'm telling you some of them i personally could not use because of my medical condition so but i would still tell you whatever is there so i would i would personally ask everyone to to take these whatever medication or herbs that i'm going to be telling you after consulting a doctor this is not a medical advice that i'm trying to give but it is just a you know it's just a pointer about what all can you talk to your doctor about so the first thing that helps women going through menopause is hrt if menopause symptoms such as hot flashes are waking you up at night night after night hormone replacement therapy remains the gold standard for you HRT helps in treating moderate to severe hot flashes and other menopausal symptoms but not everyone is a candidate for it for a person like me who has severe migraine i cannot take HRT i cannot tolerate HRT because my migraine goes off the roof so you have to talk to your doctor about whether you're the right candidate for HRT or not there are alternatives like low dose antidepressants which are effective too your doctor would be the best person to tell you what exactly is right for you the second underrated factor which helps you sleep is exercise according to a study from northwestern university regular aerobic exercise can improve the quality of your sleep mood and vitality but beware timing of the exercise is something which is extremely important don't exercise 2 to 3 hours before bedtime as that will start interfering with the rest you know then 
the body starts thinking that it is the time to be active and you will just not be able to sleep so now the next thing that might that will actually help you sleep is to keep yourself cool wear breathable cotton sleepwear and choose cotton sheets over synthetic materials before bed consider taking a cool shower and also set the temperature of the air condition between 18 to 20 degrees the cooler you are the easier it is going to be for you to deal with the hot flashes fourth easier said than done relax you need to relax yourself try a relaxation technique such as meditation yoga deep breathing to de-stress yourself the minute you have you get the knack of relaxing yourself the symptoms that you have with menopause would automatically start slowing down now we come to something which is very important in insomnia supplements there are a lot of supplements which help a woman to take care of her insomnia but a decision to use supplement should be made only in consultation with your physician taking in account your individual health history and risks as i already said this is not a medical advice but i hope this this session will give the women a starting point for those conversations with their physician about natural therapies to improve their sleep protect their health and reduce their uncomfortable symptoms because of menopause the first supplement which i swear by is melatonin most women know melatonin as a go to supplement for sleep many people think melatonin works as a sedative but that's not true melatonin whether produced by your body or ingested by as a supplement improves the sleep by helping body better regulate its biological clock and sleep wake cycles or melatonin to get produced make sure that you're sleeping in dark maybe you can use eye masks switch off all the lights don't put a bed light because melatonin is a hormone which is produced when it is completely dark the second uh, supplement is magnolia bark the magnolia plant is used in traditional chinese japanese and korean medicine to promote sleep and relaxation to ease anxiety and also to treat allergies and asthma amongst a lot of other conditions it can be highly effective as a stress reliever and an anxiety soother magnolia bark affects the activity of both serotonin and dopamine the two neurotransmitters that are important to for mood enhancement research indicates that magnolia can help with depression both on its own and also in combination with ginger the third the third one is an amino acid it is called l-theanine it's an amino acid which is found in tea leaves it has an ability to improve sleep promote relaxation without making you sleepy through the day how cool can it be i mean uh, honestly speaking the worst problem with taking a supplement for sleep is feeling drowsy or groggy the next day but if you have a supplement which doesn't leave that kind of a residual grogginess in the morning i think it's a blessing the next supplement is something which has helped me tremendously 
tremendously is an understatement when i say this it is extremely underrated when it comes to uh, you know people generally don't take the supplement very often as they don't know the benefits of this particular supplement the supplement that i'm talking about is magnesium magnesium because of its role as an enabler of healthy enzyme function plays a very important role in our physiological functions it is helpful to premenstrual women in relieving their symptoms of pms including mood swings irritability anxiety and tension also bloating magnesium can also make a big difference to women in menopause one of the seven essential macro minerals that the body needs in large quantities to maintain healthy magnesium level is something which is extremely important it helps to stabilize the mood keeps stress in check promotes better sleep and contributes to the health of the heart and bone the next one in line is valerian root and hops i have been taking valerian root tea for a very very long time and it is extremely helpful and it is wonderful i can go on and on and on about valerian root and hops forever if you give me a session probably i will talk a complete session about it but trust me it does make a lot of difference when you take this these two supplements are often used together and are well known for their sleep improving abilities these help women in menopause by boosting the levels of gaba the calming neurotransmitter that stabilizes mood and boosts relaxation and sleep so the next one that i'm going to talk about is quite controversial when it comes to its use but but any which ways it is something which is very helpful in people with uh, endometriosis and once i say the name i think a lot of women would agree with me cbd cbd is a cannabinoid that is available in supplement form and can help with stress anxiety pain and sleep problems unlike medical cannabis cbd is legal in a lot of countries cbd is now used in the treatment for a broad and growing range of conditions and symptoms from sleep pain anxiety inflammation to parkinson's disease cancer etc the next one is black cohosh black cohosh has commonly been used to treat symptoms of menopause it is also useful in treating pms painful menstruation weak and brittle bones in osteoporosis and many other conditions however there is no good scientific evidence to support the uses of black cohosh black cohosh root also seems to have some similar effect to to that of female hormone estrogen so people with endometriosis who still have their ovaries should avoid this because you know that endometriosis is a estrogen dominant disease and any excess estrogen would would aggravate the condition that you are in already now we come to herbal teas very very simple simple herbal teas are available which can which can actually relieve you of symptoms of menopause 
there are different types of tea for menopause right from black cohosh root tea chest berry tea ginseng tea red clover tea lycoris tea and green tea these teas if taken if taken on a regular basis does help in, in improving the quality of your sleep and the pattern of your sleep last but not the least maintain a good sleep hygiene so what do you mean by good sleep hygiene there are a lot of people who keep talking about sleep hygiene you keep hearing about sleep hygiene but what exactly is sleep hygiene and if you follow these certain things that i tell you you will be surprised to see how you start getting sleep more easily so good sleep habits can help you get a good night's sleep some habits that can improve your sleep health are first is be consistent what do i mean by being consistent go to bed at the same time each night and get up at the same time each morning including on weekends yes it is a little difficult because you party out on weekends and you have guests coming over you have things to do but you have to you have to actually make that effort to sleep on time and wake up on time your body starts getting into that habit and sleep starts coming to you more easily make your make sure that your bedroom is quiet dark relaxing and at a comfortable temperature it should neither be too hot neither be too cold make sure that it is there's no noise around you or if there is noise start using earplugs the brain has to recognize that it's time to sleep so you have to put an effort to make your brain understand and get your brain regulated to come into the habit of falling asleep third remove electronic devices from your bedroom such as tv computers your smartphone make sure switch off your mobile or television at least 2 hours before your bedtime that's the blue light that comes from your mobile or your television or your computer screen is something which disturbs your sleep pattern the brain recognizes blue light as as something that keeps it up so you don't fall asleep very easily so make sure you switch off your electronics 2 hours before your bedtime the next one is avoid large meals don't don't have very less also don't go up to bed hungry but avoid very large meals caffeine and alcohol before bedtime because the digestion will create a lot of problems and which will end up waking you up at night last get some exercise being physically active during the day can help you fall asleep more easily at night so these are certain things which have helped me and probably a lot of other women fall asleep more easily there is nothing more painful than staying awake on your bed through the night while the entire world is sleeping i hope this session helped you understand what goes behind insomnia and how can you cope up with it depending on the cause of your insomnia this is a small small endeavor from my side to help women like me who have been going through problems to cope up with these particular issues that we have because of endometriosis because endometriosis is not 
just one disease it has a lot of other things which are associated with it so as women we have to work with each other to provide solutions which will help us live a better life